Injured at work in a motor vehicle accident or had a fall in a public space? Speak to Your Claim Lawyers, a no-win, no-fee, personal injury claims law firm that specialises in maximising compensation claims for injured people. Call 1-800-YOUR-CLAIM or yourclaimlawyers.com.au. Uh, yes, indeed. Thank you for your company and welcome if you're just joining us for SEN Trade Deadline for tyre power, tyre experts. You should always trade with Sam Hargraves and Matt Rendell with you. We've been through every trade chronologically that occurred during this trade period, a quieter one than there has been in the last couple of years. And Matty's going to rate each club's performance uh, and the dealings that they did or didn't do of this trade period in just a moment. We were just talking about Hawthorne, Matt Rendell, and um, mm. a lot of a lot has been spoken mm. about uh, that club. And we said before that a lot has been spoken by that club. Um, what did you make of their situation? What did you make of their trade period? What do you make of their want or, or openness to trading the established players? And given that they didn't get a deal done for any of them except John Segler, um, which doesn't bring them back in much. Mm. What, where does that sit them for next year at the same time? Yeah, look, um, bad timing this is because yep. the salary cap drop, uh, they've got five players here on 700 grand each, roughly. Bruce, Mitchell, Gunston, Amira, Wingard. Mm. On various degrees, we think Gunston's got a year and uh, Amira's got a year and the other three got two. So... Um, Sam Mitchell takes over. They know they're not going to win a flag with this group. Mm. And they're all 28. Uh, sorry, those four of them are 28. Gunston's 30 next year. So um, they're thinking they've probably had their best years behind them. Maybe another year they've got there uh, or two tops. So uh, they're going to try and bring draft picks in and and – and go again. They've got some really good young kids, as we know. We've spoken about them enough. So I can understand this. They're trying to move them out. But no one was going to give them first-round picks for 28-year-olds. And no one was going to give them first-round picks for taking a bloke off off you who's got 700K in his contract. They would have had to pay a lot of the money because uh, clubs... Which like, they can do. They can do because they've budgeted for it. Yep. They would have had to take a... But they're not going to get first rounds for even... Say, taking uh, O'Meara's, say, 350 of his 700, still no one's going to give you a first round for O'Meara. It's going to be a second round. So uh, it's it's bad timing for them. And next year it might not be any different. So O'Meara and uh, Gunston will be out of contract. But um, so they they would be free to go. I think Gunston would be a free agent. Would he restricted free agent? I would have thought. He'd be unrestricted, wouldn't he? Um, well, he'd be in their top 10 paid, but um, age might put him in unrestricted. But, mm. uh, you know, they're going to move for not much. It'll be, uh, if they're free agents, it'll move for mm. not much compensation because people aren't going to pay him 700 next Yeah, so if they couldn't the get it this year, year, they certainly won't get it next year. No, they won't get it the following year. Sorry, 2023. And, and are we so, thinking that if, if it was to happen next year, and and, the, and these players uh, were all very, very good players who have all expressed yeah. a desire to stay, which is fantastic. Um, and, and this is not a criticism of the players. It must be – we've got to make that very clear. If they get the, these things to happen next year where they are able to trade – and you said something interesting mm. to me off air, which I hope you don't mind me sharing no. about. If Alistair Clarkson was still there, would he have been able to get these deals done? No, and that's not a knock on mm. Sam Mitchell. It's just the relationship that Clarkson yeah. would have had with Bruce and Gunston 
to do what he did with Mitchell, with yep. Lewis, with Hodge, with uh, sorry, not with Hodge, but with um, uh, Mitchell. He did it with Mitchell. He did it with Lewis. Yep. Um, would would he Hodge, have been able yep. to get these done? Um, I, I think in the present environment, and I just I t- keep telling the people. Nobody's got any money in their salary cap. Mm. They are tight as a drum, except for probably North and, and um, uh, Crow. So what we're seeing is clubs, you go through it, clubs are bringing in a player and letting one go out the other side. And that's all they can do here with the drop of over a million dollars in the salary cap. It's not going to go up next year, I don't think. So all the clubs thought it was going to go up this year, back up to normal after COVID, but then we got hit with another COVID. So it stayed where it is. And I think it'll stay where it is again for next year because they've lost so much money this year. So that means it's going to be still hard to move players next year. We're going to have a very similar scenario. So they're going to have to actually move more players next year to get picks that then hope maybe they can bundle up to move up the draft because they won't get the first rounders for these guys if they're in the same situation again next year. Well, what what I do know is that these five players will be having big years next year. Yeah. Because two of them are out of contract. Yep. So they will be they'll be and the other blokes know they could get traded. They will be playing for their lives next year. Expect Hawthorne to have a really good year next year. So they got picks five, twenty one, twenty four. Would you expect on draft night that they're going and saying Here's twenty one and twenty four. Can you get it? Who, who can get us back into the? Who can get us another in the first round? They they would uh, like to get uh, into fifteen somewhere like that yep. with that. I mean that's probably uh, unders. They probably like a little bit more, but I'm not sure anyone's going to go higher than that. But someone will Richmond be have got Richmond have got pick fifteen, and we know they've got a good draft hand. Yeah, um, Richmond could actually get that and then bundle them up and go back in front go of back them in again. again. Someone again. Yeah, someone again. Oh, Expect mate. fireworks. Yep. Between now and draft, and with on draft picks and that, Great. I reckon clubs will be hell-bent on getting that two and three off GWS and Gold Coast Suns. All right, let's fly through these. Now, explain how your your scoring system for well, each of these clubs. Um, it's just uh, three ticks if I think you've done a super job and fixed a hole that you've got. So three ticks is maximum. Yeah, uh, two ticks, yeah, you've done well, uh, but you haven't killed it. One tick you probably more than likely just filled a gap, but not with a star. And across is you've done nothing or you've stuffed it up. Let's start with Adelaide. So they bring in Jordan Dawson. They've well, got uh, some picks. Uh, they, Kelly leaves and goes to Essendon. The bit, most significant thing they gave away was the future first round, which is tied to Melbourne. Yep. Um, your grading of Adelaide. I gave him three ticks because Dawson's a class act. He's one yep. of, Him and Chera are clearly the best two in the draft by a million miles. Third in their best and fairest, um, and, a, and a player they need. And he's right in the wheelhouse with age, 24. they got a heap of kids, 23 and under, so he's perfect for them. And he can't, more importantly, he comes from a great culture, and that's what I love. Brisbane Lions. Uh, just get Darcy one Ford. tick because it's a, to fill a need. Uh, they don't know – they only have to hold the fort. Excuse that really bad pun, <laughs> but boom! <laughs> but uh, they just they they just needed to get a backup ruck. So in case Oscar Manny, McInerney, they don't need to do anything else. They're right in the wheelhouse. Carlton. So they get Hewitt. They got Chera. They, oh, they got a third rounder. They gave away Petrovsky, Seaton, and they got Lewis Young. 
Uh, I gave him three ticks. Uh, Sam Petreski-Seaton, obviously they didn't require him, but they got Sharon Hewitt in their midfield. Mm. They've got to be super strong there. they got back up in defence, or he could even start young. They've got three ticks easily, one of the biggest players in it, and I think they've done super well. Uh, and just looking at what they've got in the draft, um, given that they gave away that pick six, their first pick is pick 25. Yeah, so, uh, well, they got uh, a bloke who's played four years and played some great footy. Yep. You can't whinge about giving up pick six for that. It's probably unders. So Collingwood, they bring in Nathan Kruger, who they didn't mm. have to give much for, and they hope that he can be something that they haven't really had, and that's uh, a, a key forward. Um, they're hoping that Darcy Cameron can come on as well, and then they don't need Mycheck to be to do that role because it, it looks like that's not what Mycheck mm. is. They got Pat Lipinski from the Bulldogs as well, and they've got a whole bunch of picks in, so they'll get Nick Douglas. Uh, absolutely three ticks. They've killed this. Yep. Um, Lynch out. Lynch wasn't playing. I know he played a couple of games this year, mainly because Cox was out injured. Uh, so Lynch is sort of superfluous to their needs. They've got three ruckmen in front of him, so they've done well to And by the way, they one. took they took Lynch in the rookie draft about five or six years yeah. ago. He's played five games. Yeah. So whatever they Im- got for him was gonna be Yeah, he's improved yeah. out of sight too. Absolutely. Uh who's next? Essendon. Essendon. So Essendon got Cross. Jake Kelly. Ooh. Yeah, what well, what was it, Jake Kelly and that was it? Jake Kelly came in and that was it. Yeah, I just I I'm I'm not so sure he plays in their best team. I can understand why they did it. It cost them nothing, but they basically weren't a participant. They take pick 11 into the draft, yep. and that's pretty much it. Um, in Unusual the, in the for Dodoro to not do anything. Yeah, very mm. quiet. Um, mm. From one of the most, from one of the must-watch figures mm. uh, of, of every trade period. Uh, so Fremantle, this is, uh, who have been a major player, so they got the second-round pick. Um, which they gave away, but they've got they got that pick nineteen in. They bring in Will yeah. Brody as well. They lost Adam Chera, but they bring in Jordan Clark, and they've got pick six, pick eight, um, three ticks for me. Nineteen. Yep. Six, eight, six, eight nineteen. 19. Oh, massive hand in the draft. Get Clark in to replace Chera. He's not at the Clark's as Chera's standard at the minute. He might be. Let's see him after a full season. Uh, so he's a good player. We like him. Like what we've seen. And they've got a massive hand in the draft. Uh, so uh, three ticks for Freo. We don't often say that, with all due respect. Um, but over the last couple of years, they're, they're being run. They're, they're being oh, managed yeah. really well yeah, in this space that, by and they got And they got nearly the best coach. He's a gun. What about Geelong? Uh, they, give away, uh, they give away Nathan Kruger, Darcy Fort, uh, Jordan Clark, which they got picked two for, um, and a future third round pick and gave away Jordan Clark and a future fourth. Yeah. And they got John Segler in as a 31-year-old. I, I gave him a one tick. for their, okay. they, they fixed up their ruck problem for a couple of years. It, it's, it wasn't a major, major problem, but you just know Segler's going to shore up that. He's never going to get beaten. Um, the loss of Clark, well, they weren't playing. And Kruger, they obviously didn't rate. So um, I, I gave him one tick to fill one of their holes uh, that, that they badly needed filling. The Gold Coast Suns, so they bring in Marby Orchol, unrestricted free agent, uh, which is you've already spoken about how, how much you like that. They uh, they got a future second-round selection, future Ooh. third, future fourth. They gave away second-round pick this year, two third-round picks, uh, a fifth-round pick, a future <laughs> fourth-round pick. They got a future second, got a future fourth, gave away Will Brody and a second-round pick, a pick 19, and two fourth-round picks and, as well. There's and a so lot happening we, we didn't Suns. really explain why – So. Uh, people said, well, why did they end up with so many uh, picks this year? 
<clears throat> it's because uh, their their uh, academy players mm. attacked straight onto the back end of the draft, which they put Roses, Davies, Jeffrey mm. on last year. So nobody can bid on their players. So That's they one of don't their concessions, isn't they it? They don't. Yes, one of their concessions. They don't lose any picks in the bidding process. That's why they had so many picks. So they've loaded up their uh, future picks for next year because this is the last year of them going to the back of the draft, I believe. So that was a really smart move, and they get a couple of ticks for that. Uh, Moving out all their picks, they're going to take that pick three uh, and probably upgrade a couple of rookies to make their three, and they get Cholin, who they really need as backup ruck and forward to help Ben King. So they're going to get two ticks off me. Beautifully done, Matt Rendell. We're just... uh with one G to go as we work through Matt's gradings for each club during this 2021 trade period. Uh, we're loving your company and loving your texts that are coming through off the temper text. Temper a mattress like no other. 0433 98 trade deadline for tyre power. Tyre experts you should always trade with. Uh, Matty Rendell working through a grading for each club from this year's 2021 AFL trade period. SEN's trade deadline for tyre power. Tyre experts you should always trade with. We're working our way uh, through the Gs, uh, and that brings us to the Giants, who have been uh, pretty prominent today for a deal that didn't get done rather Mm. than the deals that did. We'll get to that in just a moment. But uh, they got a future third-round selection. They gave away Jeremy Finlayson. They go into the draft. With a very nice hand, Maddie. They've got pick two, uh, which they're open for business for, we know. And they've 13. got pick 13 as well, which they were happy to give to Hawthorne for Luke mm. Bruce in a deal that didn't mm. get done. Or Wingard. Or Wingard in a deal that didn't get done. How have you made... Uh, uh, well, made they're the across because they did basically didn't do anything. And they don't need to do a heap. They kept yep. Bobby Hill... Uh, he's, a, he's an important player if they decide to go with those two small forwards, Daniels and, and Bobby Hill... So they really don't need to do it. They've got a, their list very much sussed. Uh, lost Finlayson, but I don't think he was fitting into their best uh, forward line there with Hogan and Himmelberg. Uh, so maybe he could have kept him as a key back. But, yeah, I, I would just say uh, a cross for them because they didn't need to do it and they didn't need to do anything. No, and they've got a bit of smoothing over to do. Bobby Hill was adamant by the end of the mm. trade period, according to Colin Young, that he didn't want to go back to the Giants at all. Colin Young saying he would because he's contracted and he'll honour mm. that contract. So there's obviously a, a, a couple of chats that need to happen there. Mm. Um, we'll hear from Adrian Dodoro before we finish. And Jason McCartney spoke tonight as well. I'll play some of that uh, in regards to Bobby Hill too before we finish up this evening. Let's keep moving through your gradings, uh, Matty. Uh, so Hawthorne. Yeah, we've, well. we've spoken in depth about, so we, we don't have to go too much further in. But they gave away Tim O'Brien as an unrestricted free agent. They brought in a future third-round pick. They lost John Segler to the Cats. Uh, they brought in Max Lynch, and there's some late picks that have been shuffled yeah. around between clubs. Well, I've, I've given them a cross, too. There wasn't really anything. That, well, they, they wanted Segler out, 31. Uh, they're, they're clearly paying some of his money. To get him out, they didn't get any draft picks in that they wanted. They couldn't move any players. And, look, it's not a slight on Hawthorne, the victim of circumstances. And, actually, it's a credit to Hawthorne that they've created mm. such a good club and good culture there that none of their players want to leave. Yep. And you, it's a great and you, way to look and, at it. And you've got to say, you've got to admire the club. that that's a, They can't mm. move players because they love the joint. 
And if and Jeff the, Kennett the, didn't send that bloody email, yeah. then half the furor and ballyhoo so, and hubbub wouldn't have occurred in the so, first place. So the Hawthorne supporters just call your jets and they've done a good job and they're going to be super competitive next year. And let's see what happens next year. But um, it's a great club. Melbourne. So they win a premiership. They bring yeah. in a guy that got 11 Brownlow votes in 12 games in Luke Dunstan. They got a first-round pick after not having one at pick 17. They've got a second-round pick at 37, third round. They only yep. gave away a third round, a second-round pick at 33, and a future first-round yeah. selection. So they sort of balanced each of the out, the, the, the pick 17 they got and their future first. So I'm just, I'm just saying they got a tick. Um, but they really didn't have to do much. But I, I just like how they've pushed up into the draft this year for pick 17. They'll get a really good player there. Jason Taylor's track record is enormous. Mm. And they've lost their first round next year, but don't be surprised if they push back into that next year as well. So that's what they would be thinking right here, right now, so they get a tick. It's a a longer conversation for another day. And I know you've done Mm. this, but when you look at that premiership team, majority of it built on draft, which Mm. is very much like Hawthorne, what they did in the early 2000s. And then fill your gaps with those yep. elite players that they brought in. I think there's May, five. Lever, Langdon, uh, ben, Brown, ben Brown. I uh, think there's one other. And there's one other that I'm missing as well. But if you look at it, there's only one draft, I think, in the last six mm. years that they've had that didn't feature uh, at least two mm. players from that draft in their premiership team. So, Hibbert was it from Essendon. Boom. There you go. Mm. Uh, that's why you're on the big dollars. Mm. Uh, Matt Rendell. Uh, so a tick for Melbourne. Oh, I would have said two ticks, but that's fine. It's in the eye of the beholder. Now, this is an interesting one. North Melbourne. So... North Melbourne got Callum Coleman-Jones. They got uh, two third-round picks, a future fourth-round pick. Uh, Robbie Tarrant leaves and goes to Richmond, which I think is a win for everybody, and he gets a chance to maybe even contend for a premiership, which he wasn't going to be able to do. Um, And they gave away a future second-round selection. The other key thing that they did, Matty, is they knocked back two monster (laughs) offers for pick one, which I don't know what you think, but I think that was fantastic of them to do that. They've never had a pick one. Anyone that's traded pick one has lived to regret it. Just ask the Dockers. Uh, and they go in and get to plant the flag with a player and say, you're our guy moving forward. It's a big deal and they're going to make a big deal of they it. They would have regretted this one too. Don't worry about that if they gave it away because uh, he's going to be a star. But I gave him two ticks. Got, they filled a, a gap that they had. You know, Larky had to do all the heavy lifting this year. CJ uh, Coleman-Jones comes in. He can play ruck. Take over from Goldstein. Probably... Uh, for 2023, but playing there a fair bit next year. Uh, and Tarrant goes out. They're probably a bit light on for a key back now. Let's see what they might do in, um, you know, maybe delisted free agent Talia or someone like that to hold up an end uh, there. Maybe even go after uh, Brander. He's not quite the, the big key back, but he could probably fill a role there. They get Aiden Core back. So I gave him two ticks. Um, didn't um, kick it out of the park. But uh, they did what they had to do, was bring in that key forward ruck. Jack in Geelong, and I'm glad it's just tied in really nicely. Jack, thanks for your message. 0433981116 off the temper text. Matty, is there some recency bias and hyperbole in regards to Horn Francis, particularly given the top big prospects haven't been playing? The media only reference his preliminary final and ignore the other 19 games in the sand, for a large portion of which were mediocre and led him to only averaging 16 disposals. His 219 rep games were also poor. Even his Panthers coach stated he has struggled to translate his ability to find the ball at juniors to Sandful level. What do you make uh, of that? Well, it's a really good point. I mean, but you, you got you can only, as I said before, you can only go off their best. I've seen, I, I watched his final series. I thought his final series was pretty good, not just the one game. 
I know he's not a high possession getter, but he plays a lot forward mm. as well and not as much on ball. Uh, I agree with the the text message that he that he'll need to find more on ball, but geez, he's got some dash and he's tough. And um, I had him rated in the top three back from two years ago when I first saw him play. So I've got no reason to change that. But he's got a good point about not seeing any of the locals that much and seeing a lot of WA in South Australia. I think they're going to figure highly because of that. Mm. But still, this bloke's uh, going to be a star. Is he what every club will want now in the, in terms of a player as a midfielder who is versatile in the way that footy's being played to be able to have someone yep. who's got pace, poise, power. Oh, well, I think everyone wants them. I mean, you've got you've, and you've got your Dangerfield, your Fife, your Dusty, um, Petrarca, uh, Stringer, Petraga, Bontempelli. I mean, everyone tries to get a hold of one, but not everyone can get one. But a lot of the clubs have got one, haven't they? Mm. Oddly enough. Um I don't know who the like the Crows will be, but this bloke will be one of them. And is he a great pick um, given that they took Will Phillips with that pick last year when they could have gone a key forward in Logan McDonald, but they took who is – he is a midfielder. That's what Will Phillips is. Yeah. And, and we think he could be a future captain, his leadership. So he compliments – so they've got yes. – they're, they're bringing they, they dimension want to, go midfield to their midfield. Out. Like, so they've got midfield out. Yeah. That's what they've done, which is not a bad ploy. Um, they're going to have a great bunch of – 24 and under midfielders going forward for 10 years. Yeah, it's exciting times. And they've got a great coach who is also a culture Ooh. creator in Dave Noble. Um, they, they couldn't be in better hands uh, than they are with him. Uh, and I think don't be worried, North Melbourne fans, about the lack of noise, I think. Ooh. It's a good thing. Ooh. Would you agree? No, no, I, I'm... I'm ecstatic what they've been doing yeah. in a very short period of time. Yep. I mean, their midfield, when you when you look at what they got there, Taron Thomas, Simkin, LDU, mm. I mean, Cunnington's probably got a couple of years, but um, you throw Horn Francis in there and, and Phillips, and I didn't Powell. mind the look of Lazaro and, and Powell. Yep. I mean, they're going to have about seven or eight Larkin, guns. You don't kick six goals in a game if you're a mug. And no. so he's shown he's just taken a little longer. Zerha now mm. is a game breaker. Mm. It looks like he's got that kind of potential. Could they end up doing with mm. him what they've done, what Essen have done with Stringer? Mm. Could he end up being a centre clearance and then get, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I agree with you. I, I like what they've done. Be said at the start of the year that North Melbourne, it's not, a, it's not only just a rebuild. They're, they're, they're back with the architect. They're, uh, they're, they're well yeah. back in the plans. They're, they're planning it all, what, putting it together. And now they're going to start to build. Watch for free agency next year, North as well. Yep. They got money. Mm. Uh, Beautifully done. All right. Uh, we're going to whip through the, the final ones mm. on the other side of this. Uh, Matty Rendell doing us a favour to make sure he sticks around and gives us uh, his gradings from the trade period. So we are all dedicated to trade tonight. A couple of people wanting to throw some other things on the agenda, but this is the SEN Trade Deadline Show for tyre power. Tyre experts you should always trade with. We'll complete our gradings of each team on the other side of this. Uh, we're giving our final gradings. Well, Matt Rendell is on SEN's trade deadline for tyre power. Get a grip on tyre safety and book your free five-minute tyre safety check now. Uh, Sam Hargraves here as well. Your contributions greatly appreciated and sought after. one 736 736 433 So, Matty, uh, as you give your gradings to mm. each team and what they have and haven't done 
in this trade period. We're up to Port Adelaide. So prelim final last year, they get mm. Finlayson in. They gave away a future third-round selection for him. They get pick 12 and a future third-round pick and give Peter Laddams and a first-round pick, which is 16. So they got 12 and a third round for Peter Laddams and pick 16 to the Sydney Swans. Yeah, I was debating over whether it's a cross or just a, a half a tick on this one mm. because they wanted Laddams out and they wanted their money. So that's a good – and they and get, they got a and they pick. get pick 12, which is a great pick to have in this draft. But uh, – uh, and they get Finlayson in, who I'm not sure is even in their best 22, but he didn't cost them a heap. Uh, they're probably it, – it's probably – I'm going to give them a, a half a tick because they actually got what they wanted to do mm-hmm. done, which was the Laddams one out. And increase their draft hand. But and Finlayson's are, are not much of, of much to, to me. What did you have for them on top the, of their shopping list? Uh, another midfielder. Uh if they could get a classy one, great. Mm. But I've been saying that all year, that the uh, heavy reliance on Boken and, and Wines, and they were fantastic. And the bloke who jumped up was Drew. But they, they're obviously thinking um, Dersmer and Butters will be better against next year playing in the midfield. So this might be, though they call it organic growth, uh, growth from within. Mm-hmm. That gets used yep. a lot these days. Yep. I don't know where the organic comes from, but that's anyway, that's... What or, Port or, and a few other clubs. They fill the position internally. <coughs> yes. That's the other anyway, one, isn't it? Half a tick, though. Yes, exactly. Sorry, we've filled mm. that position internally. Uh, so Port Adelaide. So what about Richmond? This is fascinating. So yeah. the, the most dominant side of the last uh, five years, three out of the last f- – uh, sorry, uh, three out of the last five premierships now that we've uh, had Melbourne win theirs. They went two in a row, obviously coming into this year. They've got a stacked draft hand uh, that we have a look at. So they come into the draft with... They had a stacked one already. They had a, yeah, pick seven. They've <laughs> got pick seven, pick 15, pick 26, uh, and pick 28 as well. The business that they did was uh, they got a end-of-second-round compensation pick for Marby or Chol, who they uh, sent or who went to the Suns as an unrestricted free agent. Uh, they got Robbie Tarrant in a third-round pick and a future second-round selection. They... Uh, sent Callum, well, Callum Coleman-Jones asked for and got a trade to North Melbourne. Uh, they gave two third-round picks, 42 and 47, and a future fourth-round selection uh, for him. So, yeah, they lost two really promising mm. forward ruck uh, prospects. That's why I gave them a cross. Defender. You gave them a cross. Yeah, well, look, she's a heavy reliance on Jack Rewald and, and Lynch to play the whole year because they have not got anyone to replace them. Now, mind you, they did win a flag with just Jack Rewald and five um, mosquito fleets running around him. Mm. So it, it might, might not worry him that much. Mm. Um, they bought Tarrant. The, the only thing I'll say is that uh, with Tarrant coming in, who might not even be in their best team, with Bolter coming back off his knee, really? they might actually put Bolter forward and play Tarrant back. So Bolter could play forward, which he did in the juniors. So yeah. I'm, I'm just giving him a bit of flexibility there. But losing, you know, an up-and-coming key forward who could replace Lynch at 29 next year, Jack's mm. 33, 34, probably in his last year. And uh, Chole as well is back up, but also they get Soldo back as well. So across with a bit of trepidation. All right. Uh, that is going to be interesting to see what they do in terms of key forward yeah. for the future. Uh, so St Kilda. 
So active. Well, this has been their domain almost for the last no, couple well, of years. Well, they've done all their work in the previous yeah. two years, so they've got to be across. They didn't do anything. They tried to get Jerry in a backup ruck. Just some pick trades. Yeah, they just they, they did nothing. They've done all their work. They maxed out on their salary cap. Importantly, they there's another with the organic growth. They get Patton and Gresham, so crucial to that team, mm-hmm. back in the team uh, next year after missing basically the whole year with injury. You'd expect Brad Crouch to be better. Yes. I've got a theory, and you tell me if I'm right or wrong, that players of note that go from one club to another tend to have a much better year in their second year. Well, look, the trouble with St Kilda last year, they weren't fit enough. They've stuffed up their pre-season, mm. is my information. So the way they played the previous year, run, gun, hit that ball at the top of the square and use all those little blokes, they had about six, half a dozen mm. of them. They couldn't even get to the contest this year. So somehow they've stuffed up their pre-season. I, it won't happen again. Is that the because person of the change the, in quarter lengths? I don't know. The person who did that, Matt Hornsby, lost his job because of it. And I'm not so sure that was completely his fault. So um, they need to fix that up, spend less time on strategy and tactics and get the blokes fit. You'll see a better St Kilda again next year. They should make the eight. Sydney Swans. So went from 16th to 6th this season. They got... Uh, an end of second round compensation pick for George Hewitt. So they got 39 and Hewitt goes as a restricted free agent to Carlton. They got a future first round pick, which is tied to Melbourne though. That was the pick they got from Adelaide for Jordan Dawson, which is a big loss. Peter Laddams comes in and they got pick 16, but they gave pick 12 and a future third round pick for him. What did you make? Uh, cross for me. Um, Dawson's a bad loss. He, he had a great year. Yep. He's third in their best in first. Hewitt, look, I think they may be thinking Rowbottom can take his place, but he's not as big and as robust or as, as, kick. as Hewitt, yes. And Oh, sorry, as Hewitt. I thought you meant Yeah, Dawson. as Hewitt, sorry, yep. as Hewitt. And um, the jury's Dylan still out. Stevens, too, that they've got. Yeah, they, yeah well, they didn't play him this year when yeah, they could have. Um, and the jury's still out on Laddams for me. There's a reason why Port Ella got him out mm. when he's played all year for them. So the jury is still out for me on Laddams. I want to see him be more competitive in the ruck when he goes in there. So I'm, I'm going to give him a cross at the moment. Is that right? I, I, they're one of my I'm most. They're one of the teams I'm most excited to watch next oh, year. Oh, no, no, I'm not denoying that. No, no, I'm, I'm, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I, I know. I, sort of cha- I just, I just want to watch slightly. him kick the ball. I mean, I want to watch Blakey and Campbell yeah. kick the ball off half-back flags. Absolutely. Have they got any other academy kids that are, are really good coming through this year? Uh, from... not, not this year, but I believe they got a couple next year. I can't remember their names. So yep. there's really only uh, – GWS have got one, I think, a kid called Faye who does kick it really well, another left footer, mm. uh, big-bodied mid. So. Uh, that'll, be, that'll be interesting again mm. next year, Sydney. I mean, that's an incredible turnaround um, with what they've been able to do, going from the most boring team oh, yeah. in the competition to yeah. – um, to box office, boring to box office in the space of a year. Yeah, unbelievable. Um, and if it wasn't for inaccurate kicking, then yes, who knows what through, they yeah. who knows what they would have done. I think they thought they could have snuck one this year, a, a flag. Really? I think they thought they could have. Is that right? Yeah, and they would have. The, and they by the way, the, the, I mean, Tim Watson they, and Gary Lyon. This is before they lost Blakey, massive loss, and they lost someone else too. Sydney near the end. So they lost two players they didn't need to lose. Blakey was one of them who uh, was in great form. There was someone else I can't remember off the top of my head. One of the one of the four to centre players? Oh, I get it. Uh, we'll, we'll figure it out. But 
and what I love, Gary and Tim put this on the agenda early this week or last week when they said that that, that it really needs to be Isaac Heaney, who was in the same draft as Christian Petrarca. Yeah. He needs to have the Petrarca year. Yeah. This year. And get him in the midfield. His yeah. game in that final. Given and we yeah. probably don't we probably don't revel in it. We've we've digressed a little bit, but his game in that final against the Giants had almost mid twenties disposals and kicked yeah. four goals. If they had won that game, we'd be lauding that as one of the great. Yeah, he needs to get in the midfield games. more, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. Uh West Coast? West Coast. Uh, so they get Petrovsky Seaton and only for nothing, for pick 52. Yeah, they get two ticks for me. At, oh. it, borderline three, I love Petrovsky Seaton. I think this is a great get. He's going to be fantastic for him. Run the lines, power through that middle. He's a beautiful kick. If he gets something like back to his best, this is a great get for him. And nothing done with Jared Brander. Are you expecting him to find a home? Um, maybe they, they might have to do him a favour and delist him, and then he might be able to yeah, go. Yeah, I think he'll him. find a home wherever, whether they t- promise him to. They put him on the rookie list or, or whatever. But um, Kennedy, Josh Kennedy, was that who Sydney lost? It might have been towards yeah. the end of the year. Did yeah. yeah, he did. Did he yep. do a hammy? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, Thank you, Brett, off the text. Appreciate it. Yeah, a couple of ticks for for me for. West Coast didn't do much. Who needs a third tall, but who actually wants to play forward, which is what we exactly. think Brando wants to do. Lots. So who who needs a Brando? Lots of them. He was a top ten pick. Yeah. Uh, was he? He was in the teens, wasn't he? I thought was he was it? ten. Was he ten? Uh, or double check. Anyway, uh, so two ticks. Uh, I think he's still got his best footy in front of him. I think he deserves a chance, and I'd like to see him play fifteen games in a row at a club, and let's see what he can do. Western Bulldogs to finish up with. So they got a third-round pick, 45. They got a second-round pick, currently 23. A third-rounder at 44. We know why, that all these, because of uh, Sam Darcy. They gave up pick 17 for that same reason and a fourth-round pick at 75. Yeah. Tim O'Brien comes in unrestricted. Uh, they got pick 52 from West Coast because they got that pick getting Lewis Young to Carlton. Uh, and they got a third-round pick at 43 for Patrick Lipinski, the Eclipse. Uh, apparently that was his nickname, according to Adam Cooney. Uh, so good looking that you can't look directly at him. Uh, <laughs> they give away. They give away. Well, I liked it. What did you make of the Bulldogs? Oh, I gave him a tick uh, because their sole focus mm. over the whole period was just to get enough points. They had nowhere near enough points to get hold of Darcy if he goes pick two, as we suspect. So their sole focus was to get that done. They got a replacement for Young as well on the way through. So I just give him a tick for filling a hole um, in defence that they might need. And um, they lost a midfielder, but they got a million of them. And they still got McLean and Richards and those blokes who didn't even play, couldn't get in, Crozier. Uh, and they got the points for Sam Darcy. So a tick for me. And they extended Mitch Wallace, can you believe? And extended <laughs> for, Mitch Wallace. For another year. Oh, oh I feel well, I love Wallace. that. That's what, great. What, what well, great you, know, you, know, you wouldn't do it. I love that. I love Mitch Wallace. Yeah, yeah. So I, 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 what I love about Mitch Wallace is if you want to know what Mitch Wallace, who, who he is as a person, go and watch the prelim final win. Watch him walk out onto the ground arm in arm with the bloke that's essentially taken his spot in yeah. Cody Waitman. Yeah. Arm in arm celebrating that win yeah. with a beaming smile across his face for what yeah. his team have been able yeah. to do. Vice captain. Couldn't get a look in. Never, Six ever, games. ever underestimate culture and spirit morale. Yeah. Well, he's, he's so important. He's the epitome he's, of it. Exactly right. Matt Rendell, you are an out-and-out star. For every bit of work that you did during this trade period, uh, you are a must-listen-to voice when it comes to this. You are so big now that you've got a parody Twitter <laughs> account, which is phenomenal. We can only envy that. Um, you've been um, a leviathan of this uh, trade period. 
Uh, well done, mate. Great job. Thanks very much. It's been it's been really enjoyable. I've loved it and uh, can't wait for the next trade period to come around. Or the draft. Let's go to the draft first. But for those teams that didn't get uh, a great number of ticks, you, you need to get this man in as a consultant. <laughs> uh, you will only be doing yourself a very good favour. Uh, thank you, Matty. No worries. Uh, uh, time to take your calls and texts. So just your thoughts, impressions, hopes, dreams, wishes, whatever it might be. Where do you feel that your club is situated now after this trade period? Uh, it wasn't as eventful. It wasn't as action-packed and high-profile probably as last year's was. But it does have some... Uh, ramifications and there are plenty of machinations that you can sink your teeth into. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. the number. Uh, this is the SEN Trade deadline for Ty Power. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.